If you would, turn in your Bibles to Ezra chapter 10. We're going to finish out our study on the book of Ezra that we've been looking at one chapter a night. And we've finally reached the end of the chapter or end of the book. And if you recall last week as we were looking at Ezra chapter 9, there was again this report that came uh, to Ezra from the people of the land saying, listen, we've got a problem. Right? There are a lot of people who came back who had married uh, these foreign women. And, uh, and of course, these foreign women brought with them their practice of idolatry. And so they were very concerned. Uh, we see Ezra. Remember, he tore his garments. He pulled his hair out of his beard and his head. Uh, he mourned for a great while. Uh, but then we notice he did the first thing that we should do in any uh, circumstance like that. He went to God in prayer. And that's where we ended uh, last uh, week And it was a public prayer as well. Uh, the people were listening to him as he made that prayer. It was very sincere and fervent and motivational. So when we get to chapter 10, uh, we notice uh, that th- there's a solution proposed. The people come to Ezra. They say, listen, we know we've been unfaithful to God's commands. Let's make a covenant with God. Let's get things right. We're going to put away the wives that uh, we were never to have married in the first place. And they tell Ezra, you know, uh, go and do this, you know, go and, uh, you know, make this proclamation. We have your back, Ezra. And uh, so they bring it to the assembly of the people. Remember, they, uh, for those who studied this, uh, they're doing the, the Bible Bowl. Uh, they bring or they basically say, every man uh, come to Jerusalem. You got three days to do it. If you don't, you're going to have to forfeit your land, your property. And uh, look at verses nine through eleven. It says here that so all the men of Judah and Benjamin assembled at Jerusalem within the three days. It was the ninth month on the 20th of the month, and all the people sat in the open square before the house of God, trembling because of this matter and the heavy rain. Then Ezra the priest stood up and said to them, You have been unfaithful and have married foreign wives, uh, adding to the guilt of Israel. Now therefore make confession to the Lord God of your father, and do his will, and separate yourselves from the peoples of the land and from the foreign wives. And so uh, verses uh, 12 through 17, they agree to do this. Verse 12 says, Then all the assembly replied with a loud voice, That's right. And as you have said, so is our duty to do. And so they agree to do this, but uh, they also say, Listen, there's going to be a lot of uh, intricate matters going on here. We're going to need judges and elders. And so uh, give us uh, some time to take care of this. And so Ezra, uh, he gets some men involved and basically it gets done in three months. It takes three months for them to go through this process. And then verses 18 through 44 of the chapter list all the men. There's about 110 men who are listed as being some of these offenders. But this is also a good list because these are men who repented, right? They made these hard choices but right choices to surrender these um, unlawful earthly relationships and to maintain their heavenly relationship with God. So here's what I want to end this thought here tonight to talk about. Again, this is a tough chapter that reminds us of the absolute devastation that can occur when we don't follow God's commands. You know, and I think I'm especially talking to our youth tonight. Uh, remember Ezra in chapters 9 and 10, you know, in a, in a broad sense, in a broader sense, because, you know, there's so much going on in your lives right now between uh, your relationships, your friendships, your jobs, uh, college, education, those types of things. And we tend to forget God in those matters. We f- tend to f- uh, forget his church. We tend to forget studying his word, you know, and we'll say things like, well, when things calm down, I'll get back to it. I'll, I'll get back to studying. I'll get back to attending. But during those years, we get focused on other things, and we might get our, ourselves uh, involved in things that you know, God would not want us to do, right? Relationships, 
uh, one thing. Uh, Paul said in 1 Corinthians chapter 15, verse 33, do not be deceived, but uh, bad morals corrupt good uh, judgment, or good judgment corrupts bad morals. Uh, and, and he also says in 1 Corinthians chapter 6, verse 12, that you know, I'll be, I won't be mastered by anything. You know, sometimes we can get into uh, addictions as well, and things that are going to pull us away from God's word. And before we know it, the world has transformed us rather than we being transformed into the image of Jesus, into God's Son. And so in our attempts to come back, and if we ever do, now we've got to climb out of some serious holes, right, that, that we've dug. Uh, we've got to climb out of those things, those things that we could have avoided all the time if we had just listened to God's commands. And that's what Israel is doing here. They dug a hole for themselves by not following God's commands, and now they're digging themselves out. Uh, you know, maybe they were ignorant of God's word, not knowing what God's word had said, or maybe they were outright defying God's word, but they had dug this hole for themselves, but they had got themselves out. But that's not always going to be the case. I'm reminded what Solomon said in Ecclesiastes 12, verse 1. Remember also your creator in the days of your youth. You know, when you're, when you're young, when things are, are, are going 100 miles a minute, remember the creator in the days of your youth. Right? Don't put yourselves in these holes like we see the Israelites had made for themselves in Ezra 9 and 10 because they never followed God's commandments in the first place. Don't dig yourself in those holes. And that's really how I want to end our, our study with Ezra together, uh, reminding you of those things and, again, the, the, the great consequences that happened there, but also the choice that they made to return to God and to put away those things that, um, that were contrary to his word. This evening, if there's anything in your life that maybe you need to get rid of, that you maybe need to repent of, this is the opportunity to do that. Do it before it's eternally too late. I tell you no, but unless you repent, you will likewise perish, Jesus said in Luke chapter 13, verse 3 and verse 5. Or maybe tonight you're, you're not a Christian, but you're ready to put Christ on in baptism. We would love the opportunity to talk to you about that and to help you and assist you in any way that we can. Uh, please let us know as together we stand and sing.